Broadcasting from the City of Angels, two childhood friends bring you unique takes on current events, gaming, social media, and that crazy thing called life. You're officially tuned into the Culture Burrito Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Lewis and Mondo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Culture Burrito Podcast with your hosts, Luis and Mondo. And once again, we're glad to be here, guys. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And before we start the show, we just want to make sure that you guys know that we do have a Patreon set up. So for those of you that want to support the show, you know where to go. And if you want to buy some of our merch, we also have the links on the show notes. So you guys could go and buy whatever you guys want to rock, whether it's a mask, you know, maybe a shirt, anything. A mug for a neighbor, a gift, anything. Exactly. Yeah, anything. Now, with that being said, guys, let's get back to the show. So, what's up, Mondo? How's it going? How's everything with you? It's nice, man. It's a nice Friday. I got to say, it's nice and hot. Summer's already around the corner. All right. Yeah. Same here, man. Like, for me, the week has been really good. I even feel good because the usual with the pandemic, everybody's been stuck inside, not being able to go outside, exercise. And for me, my son was like, hey, dad, I want to play basketball. And I was like, yeah, I do too. But it's been a long time since I played basketball. And being, you know, out of shape and a little overweight doesn't help. We went to the park recently on Monday and I'm not going to lie, Tuesday, Wednesday, I was so sore that I was like, oh my God, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to make it. Like I already told them like every day, I told them the first week, I said, every day we're going to wake up at six and we're going to go and play. And he was like, all right, cool. And I was like, the next day on Tuesday, I was like, yeah, today I'm not feeling it. And then the next day on Wednesday, I was like, I'm still hurting. Maybe, maybe then tomorrow. And then I thought about it on Thursday in the morning. I was like, I don't feel that bad. I don't feel that bad. But I could stay, you know, in bed for a little bit longer. And then I said, no, 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 no. That's the mentality of someone that doesn't want to get out there and get in shape. So I said, fuck that. So I got up and we went to play basketball again. And it was really good. I didn't even feel that bad no more. I think this is a good start for me to start exercising now because I'm no longer getting sore. Yeah, I have to say that I can understand you. The important step is just to get out there and have some fun. I'm pretty sure that's got to motivate you to keep doing this more often, right? Definitely. And especially because, you know, seeing my son have an interest in basketball makes me more happy because, you know, that's my favorite sport. Yeah, you don't have to remind me. I know I used to go to the courts and, you know, join up and have some great games out there. And those are memories I'm never going to forget. It was great times. And there's times that I still want to relive those moments, but uh, we're not in the shape that we used to be. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, it's like they say, father clock takes a, how the fuck does that shit go? It's like, you can't stop. Wait for no one. Yeah. It doesn't wait for nobody, but you cannot stop age. I remember uh, when I was younger, I used to be like, ah, I don't know why these old timers feel this way all the time. I'm never going to feel this way when I'm their age. Boy, was I wrong. But anyways, you know, enough about that, Mandu. Uh, why don't we talk about what well, you were telling me a while ago about that uh, black fungus, I think it's called. That shit was pretty interesting. It's a little bit more than interesting, but it sucks to hear about it. We hear that we're starting to get over the pandemic down here, you know, especially here in California that we've already moved beyond it. And, you know, by June, we should be like free from restrictions. I mean, that was great news when I heard it. But then we heard a while back that India suffering 
from a very, very high death toll right now because of the pandemic going on down there. Right. And it's so bad that people are being burned on the streets. But I look into it a little deeper and I find out that they got this black fungus going on. And they call it uh, mercromycosis. Sorry if I didn't pronounce it right. But it's another variant of COVID. But what is like... What do you mean by another variant? Like, because I know that from what I hear is that this shit keeps evolving. Is this kind of like one of those instances? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, we already had a couple of variants that were popping up in Europe. And now we have this one that's popping up in India. And it's pretty much like COVID, but except the symptoms are pretty much the same. But they're starting to notice like black spots on the people's face, maybe like on their nose or in their ears. They start noticing like black even in their eyes. So this is just another type. And a lot of things can cause this. I mean, you got some of the same old symptoms. You got the blurred vision, chest pains, coughing blood, but you can notice those black spots on them. And diabetes can be the cause or even people that were taking steroids. I mean, when you say diabetes could be the cause, you mean people that haven't done their treatment in diabetes because there's a lot of people that can't afford their treatment right i mean they have the option of buying food or getting those you know the treatment they need for diabetes those people are more susceptible to get this covid right this black fungus yeah it's sad that it's happening in these third world countries i mean i'm not saying that other countries are exempt from this but right now it's only happening there and i just hope it doesn't become another case of covid spreading all over the place because we're getting over this i mean we're still dealing with the effects of it but i don't want to go through another quarantine again so having california open up again i don't know it just worries me that we get through one thing and then another thing comes we had the covid vaccine to help deal with covid and then the variants coming and as much as I wish that this vaccine deals with that, I don't know if it's even going to be able to help. Yeah, you know, that's one of the things that I was thinking the other day. I was like, maybe this is just the earth healing itself from us fucking it up all this time. Because how many fucking years do we fucking drill for fucking oil? And we drill everywhere, even in the sea. And then sometimes you see these big industries, right? They fucking drill in the sea. They're capping everywhere. And all of a sudden, they have like a spill. They don't fucking close those holes. They leave them until they fucking spill all the oil. Now, that's one of the things. Then the deforesting of the fucking earth, you know? All that shit we've been doing, I think earth is probably thinking like, fuck these guys. I gotta fucking get rid of a lot of these people and get them out <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned this because you bring up a movie that i like and it's the matrix but there was one line they said humans are like a plague to the world all we do is just consume its resources and keep multiplying until we eat up everything and it's sad but in a way it's kind of true we're just eating up every resource available and for what i mean i would wish it was just for survival but a lot of it is corporate greed yep exactly and that's one of the things that i was gonna say it's like back in the days right when everything was agriculture and and everything in the, I don't know, 1200s, 1500s, 1400, whatever. We would take care of the land because that was like the most precious thing we had. We would make sure that we would harvest everything correctly. We would plant seeds. We would take care of the land. Nowadays, it's like nobody cares. Like that's why we're moving to having lab grown fucking meats and stuff like that. Vegetables, meats. Yeah, because we know that the future looks kind of grim, you know? At the pace we're going, yeah. That's why Musk is trying to get us, you know, across over there. 
but even he said it a lot of people are gonna die going to mars but yeah as much as it pains me to say it i guess some sacrifices must be made if we're gonna continue yeah but as much as i admire musk and i highly praise him we should not just think that he's the world's savior anymore because you never know i mean sometimes i look at his current decisions that he's been making and i'm just like hmm, yeah i don't agree with that but that's just my opinion maybe we need to do something ourselves here in the earth too yeah you're right about that so apart from the black fungus there's also a white fungus i mean not very much of a big deal there's only four cases of it this is as of may 20 of this year so i'm just hoping this is not going to be another thing but hopefully we could get over this white yeah white fungus man and just like the black fungus this one has characteristics like that i mean white spots it could be very contagious you know what i think though it sucks that india is taking the toll of this right but i think it's mainly because not everybody's vaccinated i know that they're getting vaccinated right now and i know that the world's helping you know them get to that point where most of the indian citizens will be vaccinated but i think that's probably why this happened because if you look at the u.s i think what is the number like 80 percent of adults are vaccinated mm-hmm. and now we're moving on to vaccinating kids like now i've gotten some emails from kaiser saying like hey if your son is 12 to 15 or 15 to 17 they can get vaccinated now but we're still on the fence we're like we'll wait a little bit longer not that i'm you know anti-vaccine or anything like that because i'm not but is the after effects that i'm still worried about i'm telling you from what we keep hearing that people keep getting reactions and stuff like that mm-hmm. like you said that one person that was complaining about their arm getting a certain rash or losing their hearing yeah like that's gotta be concerning exactly that's why i'm like maybe once they start saying i only got diarrhea okay cool i'll take it i'll take diarrhea any day before i lose my hearing and i get more back pain or your taste buds you no know, my taste buds or have like three days nonstop fever yeah i can agree with you on that man i think diarrhea is not that bad i've had it when i go to taco bell you know because you know taco bell yep <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that man i hope india recovers soon i hate to see this man i don't think any nation deserves to go through this but yeah we need to get over this as soon as possible yeah definitely we wish them the best and hopefully they'll get over this soon but that's another thing i wanted to talk to you about this kind of <sighs> irritates me and it's been bugging me for a long time and i know i mentioned it last episode oh yeah i gotta hear yeah let's hear this yeah about these fucking false prophets and these fucking evangelical pastors that are taking advantage of the poor these people are getting so rich off everybody it's fucking ridiculous to hear everything about them this is why i was like mando we gotta talk about this shit because all these fucking people the main ones i mean there's a lot of them but the one that i fucking despise the most is this fucking kenneth copeland guy this fucking guy looks like a fucking demon every time he fucking smiles and he fucking looks at you he looks like a fucking reptilian motherfucker but there's so many i'm telling you i even compared him to that villain from the mask like it (laughs) i know you showed me that and i was like what the fuck if you never seen him they look like identical twins but you're right he has this evil look about him and i can't help but feel eerie just looking at him we're not gonna talk about all of them just gonna be focused mostly on him because i think he's the most evil person of wealthiest from all this and the most evil out of all of them but just to name a few there's also some like this guy bishop td jakes pat robertson's the benny hams especially this fucking guy jesse duplantis this is his fucking ally his friend another fucking dumbass fucking pastor that, that takes advantage of people then there's this other guy joel osteen that he's a young charismatic fucking televangelist too you know he's a pastor and this guy 
guy goes on a lot of fucking shows like on TV, like Oprah, selling his motivation books and all this bullshit. That's just a farce, you know. That's just to fucking pull people into believing in him. And then another guy named Creflo Dollar. Even his name. But anyways, you said one thing that made sense and this one word defines them all, charlatans. And you're right. That's definitely what describes them. And if you think about what they all share in common, they're in the millions. They live life better than most people in the world right now. They do. But here's the thing. If you get all these fucking guys combined, they wouldn't even amass the wealth that this Kenny Copeland has. This fucking guy is so wealthy. Like the rough estimate. And this is an estimate because even the government can't get in and say anything about him because since they're quote unquote a church, an organization like that, they can't really investigate them. Yeah, you're right. They do take in millions of dollars every year, right? And they don't have to disclose anything to the government. Exactly. And then they're tax exempt. What the fuck? And this guy is supposedly worth from 300 to $760 million. Ooh. Yeah, this guy is buying $17.5 million jets. He has a $6 million church-owned lakefront mansion. And that's just the beginning. This fucker has a ski resort that he owns. You know, and then... He owns his own airport. Yep, he owns his own private airstrip, a hangar. And the worst part about it, that if you look at all these fake fucking pastors, all of them are Republicans. All of them. I knew it. Republicans are always talking about Christianity and everything but their wealth is always questionable yeah it's always like how come they're so wealthy and yet all these people that are poor you know they're the ones that are more devoted to church we're all like in the same hole while these guys are just looking down at us like oh yeah and you know the reason that I feel like they're like Trump not only because they're Republican is because they exploit the same loopholes I'm gonna give you an example there's a law that's called parsonage allowance right okay do you know what that means mm. Nope, not a clue. Okay, so churches can claim parsonage allowance based on anything that's bought within the church. They don't have to pay no income taxes. And this guy here, Mr. Kenneth fucking Copeland, he claims that his mansion is a clergy house. You know, clergy houses don't have to be, again, taxed. They don't have to pay nothing because it's supposed to be a house for the church to have like priests and nuns and shit like that. This motherfucker exploits every opportunity he gets so that he don't pay taxes as well. I think he was trying to get a tax exempt from his planes or something like that, wasn't he? Yeah, but he was denied that bullshit because he couldn't come up with a good exemption proof for that. Well, you're spending like 15 million on a jet. Like, how are you trying to get an exempt from that? Yeah, and not only that, but I kind of feel sometimes bad for the people, but then I don't because I'm like, how the fuck can you be this stupid? Like, I mean, you saw the video that I showed you, Mando, where this guy's speaking in like gibberish. And yeah, you're right. He was speaking gibberish, and a lot of people can watch this video. And say you know what he's speaking like demonic or anything but I, I wasn't comfortable watching this and I'm like how can all these people believe this bullshit go to this and feel like they're getting something out of it because I certainly don't now you know that the bible says now keep in mind you know I'm not the most religious person but I read the bible I know about the bible and the bible says there'll be false prophets in our time and these guys that's what they are and the reason I say this is because these people are taking advantage of any situation and when I mean any situation even COVID-19 Mando like this motherfucker right here a bunch of times claimed that COVID-19 had ended that he could cure his followers from it and he yeah if they touched the TV he would pray yes and the people were touching the TVs because they believed that bullshit now he even told his followers that they still had to pay their tithes you know their 10% every month even if they lost their jobs due to the pandemic such garbage what kind of shit is this 
I mean, from what I know, the church that around my house during the pandemic, they were helping people. They were having drive-ins where you would drive in. If you needed food, they would give you food. If you needed money for bills, they would see what they could round up to give you some assistance. But this guy, he's telling people that they still got to pay that money, that donation, even if you lost your job. <laughs> well, think about it. That's how they make their living. That's how they make their millions. I think if anything, the pandemic was the worst thing that could have happened to them, especially if the government says quarantine, you can't go out, can't go with friends, can't go to social gatherings. This pretty much put the brakes on that and it was really messing with them. So I believe that they couldn't wait for this to end. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that because they still were gathering in this fucking mega church without restrictions. And then the government couldn't do nothing because since Texas, they were like, no, no, we remember they had no restrictions for churches at the beginning. Yeah. So they couldn't do nothing about it. And then you have to wonder that they asked themselves, why are our numbers increasing in COVID cases? Well, this. Yeah, exactly. And not only that, but this false fucking prophet was claiming that he had destroyed the virus himself and that he ended the pandemic so people could continue to go to church. And he was saying that the wind of God is going to cure you. He will blow air to people saying that he could do the wind of God. You know, I was looking at those videos and you could see none of them stand six feet apart, not even three feet apart. None of them are wearing masks. Even here, the churches that I've seen, you see people that are wearing masks going into church. I mean, you're trying to stay safe. Yeah. But these guys think they're just much higher than that. And it's worse that this guy that's, you know, a pastor or a prophet is throwing all this wrong information and just risking people getting sick. This guy ain't acting like a human. He's acting like a devil. Yeah. And you know why, right? Because he put money and profit before the people. This is why I hate to see churches like this where they always put money before the people. Because honestly, I've said it before, if this was back in the days, God didn't charge any money to fucking listen to him preach. And he hated money. And these people are the opposite. They would even make excuses or they have an answer for everything. Remember the interview that I showed you? Um, On Inside Edition? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, where the girl is asking him and he has a fucking demonic face and he has an excuse for everything. What did he say when the girl said, well, God didn't want you guys to live wealthy? He's like, well, if you read the Bible the older version uh abraham lived wealthy because of god and we're sons of abraham so i inherited all from our father and i'm just like this motherfucker oh yeah they were asking him questions like why didn't he fly commercial why is he always flying you know privately and then he goes and says the stupidest thing and he's like <laughs> i know he doesn't want to be with those people because they do bad things right but he worded it a lot more different yeah he said he didn't want to be in a tube stuck with demons and <laughs> And I hear this shit and it drives me nuts. And it's like, you see, these demons he refers to are the people that are giving him money. Exactly. The mindless, the brainless. And I call him like that. And I'm sorry if you get offended. But I mean, it's true. You are feeding this guy's wealth. If anything, a church is supposed to give, not take. Yeah. And they're taking from you. And you don't see this yeah. in exchange for words of God. You can get that anywhere at a church. It doesn't have to be particularly this guy. Exactly. No. And remember what the lady said to She was like, why do you need all this wealth? Like, do you need six, seven jets? Do you need to have a mansion, a ski resort? And then he just kept evading the question. Pretty much he had an answer for everything, even when he said Yeah, the private jets, you're right. He His answer was that God needs him to have a fast plane so that he can travel the world and spread the word of God. When you hear shit like this, it's, it's like, you know you're manipulating the facts, the truth. Yeah, but not only that, but they said, couldn't you fly a coach like every other pastor does? You know, pay $180 to go to places? Instead, you're spending $400 
$14,000 just to go from... On a round trip. Yeah, just to go to Texas, to Atlanta, and come back. Like, that's a lot of money. That money could go to helping the poor, maybe helping stuff than that. And, you know, and not only that, but he owns, like, 29 cars. He has a lot of cars, too. And he has, like, you know, Phantom Drops, Bentleys. The fuck does a pastor need those type of cars for? Exactly. This kind of wealth is, is uncalled for. Yeah. You know, I would understand if he was using this wealth to help people, but... You know, even he was trying to do charities, right? Where he would try to go, like, to Haiti to help out. Supposedly, he was going to do that. He never went down there. He just got the funding for it. Yeah, and he said that it was not airworthy to go there or some bullshit. But, you know, this guy, he's a fucking false prophet. Let me ask you, did he give those refunds? Oh, definitely not. That's thank you. And those are for the church. Every time he says for the church, it means that it's his pocket. So keep that in mind. His wallet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then this guy, he exploits every loophole. Like, for example, you know that every flight has to be reported, right? So whenever you take a flight, that flight is reported and it's on a website on the FAA that they could track. Mm-hmm. Okay. Except for his fucking flights because his flights are private. A church. So this is the reason why they cannot tell where he's going, how many times he's going, and if it's on behalf of the church or is it, you know, just on his uh, amusement. This is not why they cannot say, oh, this is church and this is for himself, you know. And I've said this for the longest, but to me, this is anything but religion. This is like a business. You're in it to make money and lots of money off people and doing it in the most disgusting way possible because you claim you're doing it from donations that you live off with the people give. But, you know, you have these rules in place called tithes where you're required uh, to give 10% of your earnings. Like, mm-hmm. like, it's not even that you're asking for what they can give. Like other places would ask, you can tip whatever you want. You can donate whatever you want. No, these guys have a set figure for you. No, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem because even other churches that don't have a limit idiots will still give more than the limit and will even surpass the the tithe just to fucking buy themselves a ticket to heaven the problem i have is that all they should say is that whatever you could give that's coming out of your heart should be the amount that you should give shouldn't tell me that i have to give a 10 percent or the more you give the the better it is your relationship with god is gonna be no fuck that that's why you know i i hate this when when these people you know make it so easy oh yeah you don't have cash no no problem we have a kiosk here we have you know fucking online and or you could just fucking paypal us or sell Mm, come on that's fucking that's already a business they'll probably be like they'll be like you can write your account number right here no worries we're very flexible with you guys you could write down your account number and every month we could take out a 10 percent from whatever you make i'm like fuck you know i want to get mad at this person you know but i know i'm more mad at the people that empower these individuals to be exactly the way they are because you know if people were a little bit smarter and were like you know what why are we glorifying this guy so much then these guys wouldn't be in this position they'd be trying to figure out a different scam but no to me this is just to me it's pointless to see this and it's one thing to hear them talk about god and i could understand that i could be like okay like they're doing something good but if they were doing it for free then i could say they're really doing it for god but they got money involved so nah it to me this ain't this is a business. Yeah. That's why when he was telling people that I, you guys need to attend church no matter what. Even, even if we have to pass out fucking thermometers, we're fucking going to do that. And if we have somebody with a fever or has the virus, we'll fucking cure him. We'll fucking pray for him and, and heal him. 
What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah, they. I'm telling you. you know? And there's people that believe this. There's people that, that truly believe that these guys can cure people or they could bring people back to life. Like, I find this so disturbing that in this point in life, yeah. in this point in time, we're still dealing with people like this. We, we're dealing with charlatans. Yep, exactly. And, you know, this is one thing that I always have told you before, Mando, right? It's like when you have someone in church, like a pastor or a pope or anybody that's religious, getting into politics, once they start getting into politics, I know they're a fucking charlatan or a fake or a false prophet. Because it's like politics and religions don't mix the fuck you're right and um i i know where you're going with this the yeah. underlying issue here is that all of these people belong to which party the republican party but let me let me just tell you this much this motherfucker here said that that pandemic was brought to america by the display of hate to president trump what the fuck wait he was already president during this time what the fuck are they talking but about that's why that's what he's saying that it came to america because of all the hate that we display to president trump how the fuck does that make any sense but you know what the only thing that's doing is making his people that attend his church fucking grow more hate for the other side and uh, you know automatically these people will side with republicans because why according to him and the president republicans are conservative and they believe in god while everybody else like the democrats liberals they're fucking devils and they don't believe in the same shit that's why he said that you know he was saying that if you didn't vote for trump and if trump didn't win you were going to be guilty of murder i even heard them saying that you should be thrown in prison if you didn't vote for trump what kind of now that's just radical thinking and it's it's very dangerous to have Do you know why he means we're gonna be guilty of if you don't vote for trump why we're gonna be guilty of murder no. because you know how they're anti-abortion they're pro-life instead of pro-choice see for me honestly i always said it myself i have no say i have no right to say anything about a woman's body it's her decision whatever she wants to do with her body mm -hmm. so i would always leave it up to the woman to decide but these old fucking 80 year old fucking conservative men that are republicans they want to be the ones who say yes or no you don't get abortion or yes you do get an abortion fuck that why are you deciding for women you're an 80 year old fucking man the fuck you know that's what bothers me the most well i think that they feel that you know we're kind of mindless and dumb and the only reason that they're in power is because they need to lead people like us, people that don't know any better. It, it, it sounds stupid, but, you know, they really think that we don't have common sense. Yeah, he kept telling his people that, you know, Trump was led by the spirit of God and that the most important thing that he has to do during his, you know, legacy would be to appoint nothing but conservative judges and he did because remember how he immediately appointed these fucking judges before his term ended but when obama wanted to appoint one and he still had like two years they were crying that oh you should wait till the next election okay and obama did wait but this motherfucker didn't wait he did the opposite but yet all republicans are fucking blind and they're like no no we did it the correct way but you know that was one of the things you know and again when fucking the church is getting to politics to me that's a bad sign that's a red flag well it's been like that for a long time and it's still going on right now so i don't know what to say like i said i mean they're being investigated right now and they, they need to have that wealth uh, removed. And like you said, this uh, Kenneth Copeland was defending his uh, his wealth, saying that, oh, it wasn't all from the church, that this was all, yeah. you know, from his own property because he has gas there and the books that he was writing, that he was making, you know, 
lots of money from all those other things, not necessarily from the church, but you know it's a bunch of crap that he's just trying to give excuses for. We know where he gets yeah. his money from. And not only that, but you know, another thing I wanted to point out was guess who was the yeah. evangelical executive advisor for Trump? Please don't tell me it was ding, him. ding 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 Correcto Mundo. No See, way. This is how I know and this tells me this guy is worried more about money, dollars than anything else. Cause a real fucking preacher would not care about politics, money, or you know exploiting any of their fucking loopholes that this guy does you know this guy owns so much look he owns a 1500 acre campus you know in Fort Hood, Texas you know he has a lakeside fucking mansion he has a ski resort his fucking six million dollar church a private airstrip with a fucking hangar and this guy is close to being a billionaire Fuck. That is insane. I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah. And, and you know, and it was funny when he said, if God was here, he wouldn't want to use a, a, a mule. He would want to ride like a Bentley. I'm like, this guy. I remember him saying that. And you I know, was like, this guy is garbage. You know, at his age, you know, because he's very old, right? He's <laughs> He looks like he's about to kick the bucket. Yeah, he was born 1936. He's about 80-something. He sure doesn't walk like someone that's 80, though. I'm just going to tell you, from what I see, this guy walks a lot better than a lot of people that are like in their 60s. Yeah, you know, and going back to the interview with that lady from Inside Edition, she said, my grandparents were pastors. They were living a modest life. And that's the key word here. To me, when I see a pastor and they they live a modest life, I'm not saying they have to be poor, but I'm not saying they have to be super wealthy like these motherfuckers. If they have a house, cool. I want them to have a house. I want them to be stable. I want them to have a car, a nice car at that. But do I want to see them in a fucking Ferrari on a Phantom Drop with some jewelry that's like fucking $30,000, $40,000 worth of, of a watch? With their fancy um, designer suits? Yes, with the fancy $20,000 fucking suits? No. And, and then he was like trying to answer to her like in a... Well, God wants me to have this. God needs me to get all this stuff so that I could go to any place and be always ready to preach the word of God. And I'm just like, this fucking devil here, motherfucker. I'm telling you, this guy, you know, he's showing all the characteristics of like an antichrist. I'm not saying he is, but the way he acts, I don't know, man. I mean, the antichrist is supposed to be, you know, someone that can, not going to say charm, but he can or motivate because those are all positive words. But no. I think you're right. Charm. Well, he's doing it in a very sneaky way. And, you know, he does it through appealing with all these nice things. And I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you this. He is a man. And this is a crime to God. We should not be glorifying men like this. God did not want us making other men like this rich. That's why kings don't last forever. Yep. And not only that, but, you know, I'm going to say, and it's not because he's white, because there's also other black fake prophet preachers Prophets. that we have in this mm -hmm. list. They're both white and black taking advantage of the people. That's it. That's very much the, the main concept here, that these people take advantage of the poor people. They keep telling the people that whatever you give is going to return to you hundredfold. Doesn't matter. The more you give, the more you're going to get back. And obviously, some people, unfortunately, are too fucking gullible. Far gone. No, too gullible. And they believe everything and they give their last dollars, you know. But again, these people are too wealthy for their own good, you know. Like, what the fuck is money going to do? 
too. This guy is 80 something. If he dies, um, he probably has kids that are also doing the same thing. But anyways, he does have, he has a daughter and a son, right? That are also yeah. preaching. They're following in his footsteps. Now, there was another thing that I read that when I think it was, I don't know if it was this guy, but I, I'm pretty sure he, uh, when the hurricane Katrina happened, there was, uh, again, I'm not sure if he was him. So but anyways, the point is when the hurricane Katrina happened, this guy owned a big ass church and he didn't let nobody find refuge in his fucking church that was wasn't even affected by the hurricane and he instead he let people fucking you know die and and not take refuge and people would just fucking look for refuge other places and that right there sucks because if you're a real like you say and you care about the people you would have done what other pastors are doing you know other pastors are doing that they were letting people stay in their churches well those are real pastors these guys are fakes you know that mm-hmm. that is true you know but again when you look at this guy and it's i'm not just saying it because i want to be mean or I want to roast this guy or be fucked up. But this fucking guy looks like a fucking demon, a reptilian. I mean, that picture that you that you showed me, Mondo, with the mask. Yeah, he does. This motherfucker looks like him. Like an evil fucking bad guy. Yeah, if you ever watch that movie, The Mask with Jim Carrey, you'll know who we're talking about, that bad guy. You'll see a lot of pictures online that they have comparisons like that, which I found funny. But when I looked at that image of, of Copeland, I'm like, where have I seen this face before? And when I searched it up and compared, I was like... You know what? I wasn't off. A lot of people look at this the same way. But, you know, one thing that I find, you know, contradictory about all this is that, you know, he says that God wants him wealthy, right? God wants him to have all these things. Mm -hmm. Yet, didn't God say that if you want to be in, in his kingdom, you have to give away all your earthly possessions? So, I don't understand this guy's logic i mean it's just convenient for him to have all this but i don't see that and i don't understand how people buy into his words you know when he's clearly contradicting everything he's saying to what it's supposed to be yeah well again i hate to go back to that interview with the inside edition lady but she even told him it's more likely than a camel to get into how the fuck is it let me see let me get it right hold on it's like (laughs) before a rich person gets into heaven a camel will be able to go into the eye of a needle or the hole of a needle so and he had an answer for that but if you think about that it's true the only like you said the only way these motherfuckers are going to go to heaven if they give out their their wealth and i would have believed them if during the pandemic he would have been fucking assisting people and i mean i'm and i'm i'm even if it was just the people in his church that attend the church, I would have been like, wow, he's helping the people, his community. This motherfucker's in his private island in his ski resort just chilling. I'm telling you, this guy's going to be like those, you know, pharaoh gods. He's going to want his shit buried with him. He's going to want to be buried in his... <laughs> <laughs> in his latest model car and the deepest part of his mansion and i might not even be surprised that in, in the future you know our later descendants you know find these they're like oh this guy must have been very important look at all the a king yeah look at all the stuff he has he he has all these mm-hmm. vehicles he has all this space to his name he must have been very important to the earth exactly and you know again i'm not anti-religion i'm just I am not either. Yeah, I'm just anti these fucking false prophet, pastors, whatever the fuck they, they want to be called. And these guys seem to be doing this as a business. And the people that believe these people... I f- you're just as guilty as them. I feel sorry for you guys too because you're enticing these people to continue to do this and take advantage of more people. Did you see what they said on a tweet? They said like 55 million evangelists should vote or something like that. And I'm like, their numbers are... are 
are exaggerated, you know. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to believe God, you know, you can you have the right to believe in God any way you want, but you know, don't do it through a man like this. A man that's just here to make money off you. He chances are he's probably living better than you. And that's that's the worst part about it. The, and the worst part is that they these guys flaunt their wealth. They're not secreted about it. How can you hide a jet plane of that size? Nah, not just that. Look at the they have bracelets, they have uh, their watches, their rings. When they ask them about them, they don't. They don't deny it. They're like, yeah, yeah, that this is an expensive watch. I God wants me to have this. There was one guy that said that one of his chandeliers cost more than you know the average person's home. That was that other fucker. Jesse the the Plantis. You know how fucking sad that is to hear something like that. And not only not only does he know that, but to yeah, with laughter. And and the people just took I'm it. I'm telling you, these people are like brainwashed. They applaud hearing shit like this. They're just like the Republicans that that live in Arkansas that they vote against their own interests just to support the Republican Party. They're like, they're probably sitting there saying, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not talking about us, right? Uh, yeah, they're talking about some other people. $40,000 chandeliers? My house is worth 60000 <laughs> Yeah, I, I made it. I'm, I'm in, his, in his crowd. Yeah. Stupid fuck. He's laughing in your fucking face, flaunting his shit and talking about it. About you, you fucking sheep. I think, but you know what? A lot of these wealthy people, I mean, if they're Republicans and a lot of these people that are like, pro-republican even their wealthy probably goes to these uh yeah. to these evangelical masses and and i don't know they feed into it. it it's it's like a giant cult it is and i'm gonna say it again people if these people were democrats and democrats were acting like a fool like these people guess what you will hear me oh. talking about them too but it so happens that it's these fucking republicans and you know that are doing this bullshit so i don't want right yeah You're so right. i don't want to hear that Oh, they're Democrats or they're anti-Republicans or, oh, they're probably liberal. No, I don't give a fuck what stance you have. All I care about is what the fuck these people are doing. That, that's all we're bringing out is just what we see, what we hear. We tell our honest opinions about them. I mean, and you, you made a great point. You know, whatever stance we are, whether we're Republican or Democratic, if we were in the wrong, you know, we'd say it. We'd say, you know, we think this is freaking wrong. We don't understand why they haven't fixed shit. But, you know, this is what's coming out. This is what we see. And this is what we want to bring attention to. We want to bring, we want to let people know that, you know, stop feeding into this shit. You know, wake up. Exactly. So, again, guys, just to kind of recap this, we're, we're not anti-religion you know we do have our own personal beliefs we want you guys to go to church we want you guys to go to whatever church you attend and you have your community and everything we just don't want you to go to these fuckers and think that these fuckers are the saviors and waste all your money mm -hmm. giving them more money like this is stupid but but guys i think that's gonna be it for today um i think we've we touch a touchy subject here. I think a lot of people are probably going to be pissed about us talking about these people. Or they're probably thinking that we're attacking religion when we're not again. Or a lot of people are going to agree with it and say, you know what? They're right. These guys are, are weird. They're they're like their own. They're like a separate group of people. Exactly. And again, it's just we want to bring some awareness to everybody so that you guys could see and just look at the fuckery that goes on with these people. So, yeah, these are just the facts we're bringing out, people. We, we're not making these numbers. And we're telling you that these guys are within the 300 to 760 million, you know, net worth. I mean, that's because there's numbers to back this up. I mean, these are these are estimates. Again, they're not, you know, the government can't really get their information because they don't have to disclose this. But if they did, can you imagine? Uh, They'd really 
dig deep and, and you know, find some charges to arrest them for. So again, guys, like I said, hopefully you guys take note of everything we've said here. Uh, don't take it the wrong way. And uh, I think that should be it, guys. I, uh, again, hopefully India gets better. Uh, we send our prayers to them and fuck all these false prophets. And uh, guys, with all that being said... Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for listening to us. Whether you agree or not, you have to know that these guys don't deserve a penny. Hell yeah. Especially coming from you guys. So guys, thank you so much for being here again. This is Lewis saying goodbye for now. And Mondo, see you guys next time. All right, guys. Bye for now. Bye.